You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Recorded live. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, my God. It all belongs to you. My heart, my mind, my soul. Somebody needs to think about that thing for a moment. Thank you, Thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. It all belongs to you, Lord. Our heart, our mind, our soul. Thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. Ah, thank you, Lord. The earth is the Lord in the fullness. Thank you, Lord. The fullness thereof. Mm. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Hallelujah. And everything in it. Thank you, Lord. The world and all who live and it belongs to the Lord. Oh, God, we thank you. Could I say I thank you, Lord? Oh, God, we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. As you are the creator of all things, the heavens and the earth. And, Lord, we bless your holy name in this place, oh, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, as we enter into this broadcast, oh, Lord God, we commit it unto your hands, oh, God. And even as we enter in, we enter in spirits of worship, oh, God, spirit, uh, spirits of praise, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. To worship you in spirit and in truth, oh, God, to praise and magnify your holy and righteous name. And we thank you, oh, Lord God, that even as we come together around the world, throughout the nations, touching and agreeing in the name of Jesus, that you are in the midst of us, and that anything, oh God, that we ask for, oh God, it shall be done unto us. We thank you, oh God, for making this environment conducive, conducive, oh Lord God, conducive, oh God, for the lives of your dear people in the mighty name of of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you, Lord God, for bringing your glory cloud and resting upon the, your dear children, oh God, wherever they may be around the world, throughout the nations, in their homes, in their places of businesses, in their worship centers, oh God, in their cars, wherever they may be, oh Lord, oh the bus, wherever they may be, in the fields, wherever they may be, oh Lord, around the world, throughout the nations, in the name of Jesus. As you enter our hearts and in our minds and souls and the very essence of our beings, O great and mighty King, we thank you, O Lord God, that even, Lord God, now a tabernacle, O God, O Lord God, of your glory cloud will just rest upon your dear people, O Lord God, as we commune 
in fellowship, O God, with you, O Lord God, and one another, O God. We thank you, O God, for an uninterrupted time with you, Lord, this morning, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your spirit flow in this place, O God. Hallelujah. In the lives of your dear children around the world, throughout the nations, in the mighty name of Jesus. O God, empty us out on today of us, O God, and fill us up, O God, with you. In the name of Jesus. O God, we thank you. We humble ourselves and make ourselves available vessels for you in this broadcast to have your way and have full control in the lives of your dear people. Oh, God, we welcome you in this place. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mighty people, Lord. Thank you, God. My, my, my. Thank you, Lord. Mighty people of the Most High God. We want to welcome each and every last one of you to the Kingdom International Intercession and Word of Empowerment line. My name is Pastor Deron Shazorn with Divine Order Restoration Ministries, where we are restoring the order of God, one life, one body, one nation at a time. It is an honor and a privilege to fellowship in the presence of the Lord with each and every last one of you on today in the name of Jesus. And we thank God for the communion with the Holy Spirit, amen, upon each and every last one of us as we touch and agree in the name of Jesus. And we thank God for that in which he would do in our lives for divine revelations and divine strategies as he speaks to us Individually and corporately, we speak the favor and the blessings of the Lord over your holy life. In the mighty name of Jesus, we're declaring and decreeing that every demonic force that is against your life, that it shall be demolished right now in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are absolutely worthy, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you, oh God, for devouring the adversary. On the behalf of your dear beloved children. And God, we give you the praise. We give you the praise, Lord. We give you the honor. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mighty people of God, we're going to go into a song of worship. Amen. And even as we go into our song of worship, just let our hearts... Amen. In our minds. Amen. Focus 
on our holy king. Focus on our holy king. Amen. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord.
If you love them, if you love them, if you love them, I want to introduce to you BRL. Hallelujah. We thank the true living God in this place in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he is truly amazing. There is no one like him. We just bless his name in this place in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we worship and adore you, Lord God. We we stand this morning in adoration of you and who it is that you are in our life. You are Apple Father, Lord. You are the great I am, oh, Lord God. And we stand in, in adoration, oh, Lord God, unto our majesty, as you are the Lord of our lords and the kings of our kings and the Lord, we magnify you in this place in the mighty name of Jesus. We exalt your holy name throughout the world, throughout the nations, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh great and mighty King, oh holy God, oh God, we trust you in this place and we bless your name, God, in the name of Jesus. You are wonderful. You are mighty, God. You are glorious, Lord God. You are 
phenomenal, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. You are reliable and very dependable, God. And we just bless your holy and righteous name, for you are faithful. God, we thank you, Lord. Ah, we thank you, Lord, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord. In the name of Jesus, oh God, you are holy, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are righteous and you are just. And we thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Ah, you are magnificent, God. And we praise you in this place. We exalt your name in this place. You are our rock, oh God. You are our strong tower, Lord. You are our refuge, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh great and mighty King. You are our protector, oh God. You are our present help, oh God. You are our healer, Lord. Our provider, oh God. Oh yes, oh God, you are the great shepherd of our lives. Oh God, you are the creator of all things. Oh Lord, we bless you in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh yes, Lord, we recognize who you are in our lives, oh Lord God, who you are, oh God, among God, among the earth, oh Lord God, and even in the heavens, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh yes, almighty King of and we adore you in this place, oh, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, God. Even, oh, God, as, oh, God, um, you clothe us in your presence. We thank you. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, and we enter Into your gates with thanksgiving, into your courts with praise, O oh God. Because you have been so good to us, even when we did not even deserve your loving kindness. You still poured it out among our lives. How about a say, our God, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. When the enemy had the opportunity to devour us, you shut his mouth. I believe say, God, we thank you. Yes, Lord, we thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is such a privilege and an honor, oh God, to be able to come into your presence. To, oh God, be wrapped in your arms, oh God. To be able to commune with you, oh God. To, to speak with you, oh God. To cast our cares upon you, Lord, because you care for us. And God, we thank you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, great and mighty King, even as we stand in the gap for your children around the world, throughout the nations. Standing boldly. Against the adversary, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. 
in the very power and authority that you have given unto us, O God, in the name of Jesus. The authority, O God, to trample upon his head. The power, O God, to overcome every work of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. On today, O God, we ask, O God, that heaven gates will be opened up on the behalf of your dear beloved. And that, oh God, on today, oh God, that you will reign a spirit of boldness in the lives of your dear children around the world, throughout the nation. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. So that, oh God, your children, oh God, will no longer, oh God, be fleeing or being devoured by the enemy in the name of Jesus. Your word declares that the righteous men are as bold as a lion. And, Lord God, let, O oh God, that spirit of boldness abide in us, O oh God, and be unleashed up in our lives, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. So that, O oh God, that we can devour the enemy, O oh God, that is before us, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. So that your people, O oh God, can stand boldly, O oh God, and stand flat-footed, O oh God, and declare your holy word, O oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Everywhere, O oh God, everywhere, declare your holy word, O oh God, in every and any environment that is before them, O oh God. And when they will speak your truth, O oh God, with boldness, O oh God, with clarity, O oh God, with not being ashamed, O oh God, so that, O oh God, those, O oh God, who, O oh God, that need to be set free can be set free in the mighty name of Jesus, that, O oh God, even as you put the words in their mouths, O oh God, that your people will not be afraid to, to say, O say, that in which, O oh God, you have given unto them from heaven gates, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, that they will Speak with the boldness of Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Being confident, O oh God. Being confident, O oh Lord God. That, O oh God, you, you, O oh God, have made, oh God, all provisions for the necessity of what it is that you've called them to do or even told them to say in the name of Jesus. Help your people, oh God, around the world, throughout the nations. Be like Moses, oh God, who, who grabbed hold, oh God, to your word and, and became confident, oh God, and not himself, oh God, but came confident in you, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, and began to speak with boldness unto Pharaoh in the name of Jesus, oh God. As you gave him the word, he went and 
spoke it, God, with clarity, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And he did not back down, oh God. Let that same spirit be within your dear children around the world, throughout the nations, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give your children the strength, oh God, to not even speak, to, to speak, oh God, but not just speak, oh God, but to even, oh God, move out, oh God, and according to that in which you have said, oh God, for our very lives, oh God, to move out with boldness. Just as the Israelites left Egypt, marched out boldly, Lord God. Let us march out boldly, O oh God, into our assignments. Let us march out boldly, O oh God, from under oppression, depression. Have a little say in the name of Jesus. Let us operate, O oh God, in the boldness. In the name of Jesus. As you deliver your dear children, oh God, from the enemies that are standing before them, oh God, even the enemies that are in their mind, in the name of Jesus, that is causing one, oh God, to be fearful, to be timid, to be terrified. And right now, Lord God, we come against Every last one of those spirits right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we say how do we destroy, oh God, the yoke that they have, oh God, upon your dear beloved children. In the name of Jesus, we loose fear, intimidation. From among your dear people, timidity, we loose it from among your dear people, and we bind them back into the pits of hell in which they come from, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, your sermon said in 138, in 3, and Rose said, when I called you, when I called you, answered me, you made me bold. And soothed And God, even as we're calling upon you on today, oh God, on the behalf of your people around the world, throughout the nations, oh God, we're calling, oh God, for, for you, oh God, to make us bold, your children bold, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. But we'll walk, oh God, boldly. Boldly, oh God, in the territories of the enemy, demolishing every stronghold and every yoke that is displayed before us in the name of Jesus. But walk humbly among you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As boldness is our inheritance. Of your holy throne, even as you told us to go, God, to be strong and courageous, to not be afraid, to not be terrified. Strengthen your people on today, oh God, so that around the world, throughout the nations, we can be strong and courageous. 
so that, oh, God, we can be careful to obey every word that you utter unto us, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, not turning to the left or to the right, oh, God, but being successful. And all that we do, oh, God, because we are obeying your holy word. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, oh God, for showering down boldness in the lives of your dear beloved children around the world, throughout the nation. We thank you for your listening ear, your heart of concern. We thank you that angels have already been dispatched on our behalf. And we thank you, O oh Lord God, that we can consider all things done as this prayer is being sealed by the blood of the precious Lamb, who is none other than your phenomenal Son, our dynamic Savior, outstanding brother, loving and caring friend, who is none other than Jesus the Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name. That we have prayed, amen, amen, amen. God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the glory, oh, Lord God. Lord God, we give you all the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Mighty people of the Most High God, as we transition over to the word of empowerment, let Every heart and mind stay with the spirit of expectation so that God can deliver unto us on today that in which we need. Amen. That in which we need right now in our lives as give us our daily portion, our daily bread as he speak to our current situation. And even as he speak according to our destinies, the very purpose in which he created you in me. Well, we bless the name of the true living God. We're thanking God in advance that the Holy Spirit would overshadow us and have his way, teaching and training us in all truth so that the word of God can become live and active in our day-to-day living. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory be unto our King. Let every ear that hears, amen, every ear that hears, hear the spirit of the true living God. As Numbers chapter 25 and 26 is released in our ear gates on today. So God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 25. While Israel was staying in Chittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women, who invited them to the sacrifices to their gods. The people ate and bowed down before these gods. So Israel joined in worshipping the Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against them. The Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of these people, kill them, and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord, so that the Lord's fierce anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses said to Israel's judges, Each of you must put to death those of your men who have joined in worshiping the Baal of Peor. Then an Israelite man brought to his family a Midianite woman, 
right before the eyes of Moses and the whole assembly of Israel, while they were weeping at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, saw this, he left the assembly, took a spear in his hand, and followed the Israelite into the tent. He drove the spear through both of them, through the Israelite and into the woman's body. Then the plague against the Israelites was stopped. But those who died in the plague numbered 24,000. The Lord said to Moses, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, has turned my anger away from the Israelites. For he was as zealous as I am for my honor among them, so that in my zeal I did not put an end to them. Therefore tell him I am making my covenant of peace with him. He and his descendants will have a covenant of a lasting priesthood, because he was zealous for the honor of his God and made atonement for the Israelites. The name of the Israelite who was killed with the Midianite woman was Zimri, son of Salu, the leader of a Simeonite family. And the name of the Midianite woman who was put to death was Kozbi, daughter of Zer, a tribal chief of a Midianite family. The Lord said to Moses, Treat the Midianites as enemies and kill them, because they treated you as enemies when they deceived you in the affair of Peor and their sister Kozbi, the daughter of a Midianite leader, the woman who was killed when the plague came as a result of Peor. Chapter 26 After the plague, the Lord said to Moses and Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, Take a census of the whole Israelite community by families, all those twenty years old or more who are able to serve in the army of Israel. So on the plains of Moab, by the Jordan, across from Jericho, Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with them and said, Take a census of the men twenty years old or more, as the Lord commanded Moses. These were the Israelites who came out of Egypt. The descendants of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were through Hanuk, the Hanukite clan, through Palu, the Paluite clan, through Hezron, the Hezronite clan, through Carmi, the Carmite clan. These were the clans of Reuben. Those numbered were 43,730. The son of Palu was Eliab, and the sons of Eliab were Nemuel, Dathan, and Abiram. The same Dathan and Abiram were the community officials who rebelled against Moses and Aaron, and were among Korah's followers when they rebelled against the Lord. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them along with Korah, whose followers died when the fire devoured the 250 men. And they served as a warning sign. The line of Korah, however, did not die out. The descendants of Simeon by their clans were through Nemuel, the Nemuelite clan, through Jamin, the Jamanite clan, through Jachin, the Jachinite clan, through Zerah, the Zerahite clan, through Shal, the Shalite clan. These were the clans of Simeon. There were 22,200 men. The descendants of Gad by their clans were through Zephon, the Zephonite clan, through Haggai, the Haggai clan, through Shunai, the Shunai clan, through Osni, the Osni clan, through Eri, the Eri clan, through Eridai, the Eridai clan, through Areli, the Areli clan. These were the clans of Gad. Those numbered were 40,500. Ur and Onan were sons of Judah, but they died in Canaan. The descendants of Judah by their clans were through Shelah, the Shelanite clan, through Perez, the Perizzite clan, through Zerah, the Zerahite clan. The descendants of Perez were through Hezron, 
the Hezronite clan, through Hamul, the Hamalite clan. These were the clans of Judah. Those numbered were 76,500. The descendants of Issachar by their clans were through Tola, the Tolaite clan, through Pua, the Puite clan, through Jashub, the Jashubite clan, through Shimron, the Shimronite clan. These were the clans of Issachar. Those numbered were 64,300. The descendants of Zebulun by their clans were through Sirid, the Siridite clan, through Elon, the Elonite clan, through Jaliel, the Jalielite clan. These were the clans of Zebulun. Those numbered were 60,500. The descendants of Joseph by their clans through Manasseh and Ephraim were the descendants of Manasseh, through Makir, the Makerite clan. Makir was the father of Gilead, through Gilead, the Gileadite clan. These were the descendants of Gilead, through Iezer, the Iezerite clan, through Helak, the Helakite clan, through Asriel, the Asrielite clan, through Shechem, the Shechemite clan, through Shemida, the Shemidaite clan, through Hefer, the Hepharite clan. Zelophehad, son of Hefer, had no sons. He had only daughters, whose names were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirzah. These were the clans of Manasseh. Those numbered were 52,700. These were the descendants of Ephraim by their clans. Through Shuthala, the Shuthalahite clan. Through Beker, the Bekerite clan. Through Tehem, the Tehanite clan. These were the descendants of Shuthala. Through Aaron, the Aaronite clan. These were the clans of Ephraim. Those numbered were 32,500. These were the descendants of Joseph by their clans. The descendants of Benjamin by their clans were through Bela, the Belaite clan, through Ashbel, the Ashbelite clan, through Ahiram, the Ahiramite clan, through Shufam, the Shufamite clan, through Hufam, the Hufamite clan. The descendants of Bela through Ard and Naaman were through Ard, the Ardite clan, through Naaman, the Naamite clan. These were the clans of Benjamin. Those numbered were 45,600. These were the descendants of Dan by their clans, through Shuham, the Shuhamite clan. These were the clans of Dan. All of them were Shuhamite clans, and those numbered were 64,400. The descendants of Asher by their clans were through Imna, the Imnite clan, through Ishvai, the Ishvai clan, through Beriah, the Beriahite clan, and through the descendants of Beriah, through Heber, the Heberite clan, through Malkiel, the Malkielite clan. Asher had a daughter named Sarah. These were the clans of Asher. Those numbered were 53,400. The descendants of Naphtali by their clans were through Jaziel, the Jazielite clan, through Gunai, the Gunite clan, through Jezer, the Jezerite clan, through Shilam, the Shilamite clan. These were the clans of Naphtali. Those numbered were 45,400. The total number of the men of Israel was 601,730. The Lord said to Moses, The land is to be allotted to them as an inheritance based on the number of names. To a larger group, give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group, a smaller one. Each is to receive its inheritance according to the number of those listed. Be sure that the land is distributed by lot. What each group inherits will be according to the names for its ancestral tribe, 
Each inheritance is to be distributed by lot among the larger and smaller groups. These were the Levites who were counted by their clans. Through Gershon, the Gershonite clan. Through Kohath, the Kohathite clan. Through Merari, the Merarite clan. These also were Levite clans. The Libnite clan, the Hebronite clan, the Malite clan, the Mushite clan, the Korahite clan. Kohath was the forefather of Amram. The name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, a descendant of Levi who was born to the Levites in Egypt. To Amram she bore Aaron, Moses, and their sister Miriam. Aaron was the father of Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died when they made an offering before the Lord with unauthorized fire. All the male Levites, a month old or more, numbered 23,000. They were not counted along with the other Israelites because they received no inheritance among them. These are the ones counted by Moses and Eleazar the priest when they counted the Israelites on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. Not one of them was among those counted by Moses and Aaron the priest when they counted the Israelites in the desert of Sinai. For the Lord had told those Israelites they would surely die in the desert, and not one of them was left except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We we just bless God um, on today, amen, for his word of truth as it was released in Numbers chapter 25 and 26. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, and we thank you, God, that even as the word was released, it was released on the, on the fertileness of our hearts. And that it shall prosper in the way in which he has sent it, man. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, the way he has sent it individually and corporately. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I just want to, um, I'm going to get us started today in the word. And I just want to hit on a, a few things that, that are just really, that are, that are being addressed here. And we want to just, you know, deal with the topic of sexual morality, amen. And if my counselors are out there, um, the sexual morality counselors, um, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. I would love to hear your chime, you chime in on this matter and even on this topic, even as we see um, a, a clear picture of 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 God wrath and of of God's rage of of um of of this of such sin amen here we here we are in the in um chapter 25 we find and we see that the Moab, the Moab Moab have seduced Israel and that the Israel men have begun to indulge in sexual immorality activities with the Moabite women and even those women invited them to sacrifice to their gods and here we find um god's chosen people committing two sins against god the one um the sin that they're committing against god they're violating the commandments um you shall have no other gods before me Amen. Um, you 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 uh, you should have no other gods. And here they're worshiping the the um, bell of PR. They're 
worshiping the Moabite God. We also find them, and say, you shall not commit adultery. Uh, and, and, and here they are, they're intermingling and intermingling, uh, intermingling with the Moabite women. And not only that, they, they, they were also commanded, amen, um, not to marry, um, nor to uh, go outside of their community um, or, or, or go into other tribes and enter Mary, Amen, and we'll we'll look at more of that. I think we got Nehemiah coming up. I think before this year in out. Uh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But um, and and we also heard it. I think in in Deuteronomy. I'm sure that it was there. And um, we haven't. I don't think we went on Leviticus in this line yet. But to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. So here they are. They just all type of disobedient. Here we find that even with the in, into um, mingling with these uh, Moabite women, um, not, not only did they seduce them sexually, but then they had them to follow follow them in sacrificing to their God, and you know breaking covenant with the Lord. Um, they're breaking covenant with the Lord, and 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 then the word said that the Lord anger rose up against them. And he said, take all the leaders of these people, all these people that are indulging in these sexual immorality acts and all these people that are sacrificing um, to the gods of Baal Peor. This is what I, I need you to kill them and expose them in broad daylight right before me. He said, because I'm angry with Israel. And so even while Moses was gathering up all of the judges and he began to talk to them and he said, okay, you got to put to death those are the men who have joined in worshiping um, Baal Peor. He said, we got to put them to death. And right before the leaders, the, the people, and just look at the disrespect. They're, they're right there before God and, and, and all the leaders are together and they're in a place where they're in a place of mourning because of, of the judgment that God had brought, that God has brought upon Israel because of God's anger against Israel and the assignment of the task that they have to give out. And then you you see that the Israelite man brought to his family a Midianite woman right before the eyes of God and God's people, right while they were weeping and crying out and pouring out. And I just think about the church and I say, oh, my God, right, right before and before them. to go and commit a sexual immorality act, to go in one of the sons of God, one of the children of God, he, he seen them. He said, oh, not, not, not on my watch, not, not why, not, not, not why, not on my watch. You, you're not going to do this right here on my watch. You ain't going to do all this sinful stuff. You ain't going to go and just bring this woman in here like we didn't see you. I'm going to deal with this right now. It said he left the assembly and he took his spear and, and, um, and he left and he went to the Israelite tent. 
and he killed them right on the spot. It said he drove the spear through both of them. Through the Israelite men and the Moabite woman. And because of this, the plague that God has called her for uh, upon the Israelites, because of this, it said that, hey, the plague stopped. The plague stopped the wrath that God was sending upon the Israelite community. They said it stopped. And at the time that it stopped, it was 24,000 people died. 24,000 people had died because of this plague, because of the fierce anger of the Lord, because these people, his children, decided that they will go and, and indulge in sexual immorality with the Moabite women and, in addition, worship their gods. God is like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not having that in, in the midst of me. And, and even as, you know, just reading and, and, and even hearing the word, it just made me think about our churches of today, how we just have all type of sin going on. I, I mean, you know, sexual morality, and not just sexual morality, we just have all type of stuff going on in God's church. The pastor sleeping with the parishioners, and, you know, it's just all type of craziness. Homosexuals uh, uh, leading, you know, in, in, in the church and homosexual relationships, and, you know, and, and, and that's acceptable. Even, even is, hold on, and I'm, I'm not even going to just deal with the homosexuality. Don't just deal with this boyfriend and girlfriend thing, relationships outside of marriage. You ain't, you ain't courted. It, it ain't cool. It ain't, even, it ain't kosher for you to be all up in church uh, in, in nowhere else or even having a boyfriend sleeping, shacking, um, shacking with no man or sleeping with no man, amen, and, and you not married. Or man, you sleeping with a woman, and or uh, uh, shacking with a woman, and you're not married. That ain't kosher. That's sexual morality. That's sin. That's sin all day long. And that, and 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 it, and it, and it look at in the eyes of God just as the homosexuality, um, the same sex sleeping with one another. God don't differentiate either one of those. Both of them is sin, and it, it's foul in the eyes of the other Lord. It's it's detestable. It's detestable in the eyes of the Lord. And we got to get this thing in order. We got to get it in order. And we gotta and, and and we gotta stop making people feel comfortable. And see, this is why God, 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 anger rose up against the Israelites because the priests wasn't doing anything about it, the judges wasn't doing anything about it, and because of their silence, their silence, and and, and just like the church of today, because of the silence of men, those who God have held accountable to holding up His standard and teaching His word and His standard before men, they become silent. And because of their silence, our silence even endorse a thing. Your silence say, yeah, it's okay. And we see how we have been silent on so many issues. And those same issues that we as the church have been silent on, they have begun to come and wreak have it in, 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 in the church, that they begin to be violent against the church. Uh, and my God, these the same things that we've been silent on, and have we been voicing the word of the Lord? 
We wouldn't even be in certain situations and in circumstances that we are in right today. But many sins have just became, oh, it's okay to do when back years ago, oh, people wouldn't dare. You use in the closet, you stayed there. You stayed there. Or you went and got deliverance. And for those who didn't want to get deliverance, they stayed there. It was a disgrace to, to, to come up pregnant and not marry. They sent you off somewhere. And now in, in this society, it's, it's just, it's like it's okay. It's the thing to do. And I, I can just imagine God's anger and his, his anger. Among his people. And then we wonder why. And, you know, we're having all these um, terrible events to take place. You know, whether it's a natural disaster or it, it, it's a, you know, it's an, um, an, a natural disaster. Or if it's a terrorist attack. where people are just being wiped out. People are being wiped out. And yes, I, I, I will, you know, I know the words that all things work together for the good, and and, and I know that, but we, we never sit down and think about, we, we never know the Behind the story, behind the story. Like here in this particular community, what we see because it's written. Because it's written that the fierce anger of the Lord burned against his people. And his plague came upon them, and, and the judge would say, hey, the judge was told, you have to go and kill the men. You have to go and kill, put to death the men in your community who you are judging to judge over because of their sin. So not only did they have to go kill those men, but God put a plague upon the people, and, and it was 24,000 people Even while the people was mourning and, and crying out before the Lord because of his judgment against the people. And you still, and, and, and even in the midst of that, and, and I know that they had to know that the plague was going on. And, and he had to know uh, that the, with the plague and everything was going on. But he was like, oh, I'm, I'm still going to, look, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm, I'm going to enjoy it and enjoy it until his death. God is this sexual immorality that is just broken loose in our country. It's around the world. But it's really broken loose in our country. 
and and we got to be in in, in prayer, and we got to preach and teach the word of God, the unadulterated truth of the word of the Lord. We just can't think, we just can't make people feel that it's okay, and it's it's okay for them to do what it is that they're doing, because even us as leaders, the blood of those people are on our hands, because we won't sound the alarm. Because we're not sounding the alarm. We want to rather preach and teach of the flesh of men. But no, sin is sin. And if you keep sinning, you're going to hell. So you got to make a decision. I'm going to get it right. I'm going to get my life straight. I'm going to get my life in order. I'm not going to be controlled um, by my flesh. I'm, I'm going to get it right in, in, with with the word of the Lord. I'm going to get it right with the Lord. And I'm going to operate according to the commands that he have laid before me. Because I'm telling you, with sin, you ain't getting in. You're just not getting in. I don't care how much praying you're doing, how much speaking in tongue you're doing. I don't care how much preaching you're doing. It does not matter. If you sin it, you ain't getting in. You are not getting in. I wish I could remember that that um that scripture that Paul talks about. I'm going to probably get it before we get off the line so I can make sure that I see it. But it deals with, in a, in a nutshell, it deals with, you know, it was talking with leaders. You know, you are you are saving others. It deals with them saving others but being denied themselves. Amen. Denying themselves from being saved. Denying themselves from missing the lake of fire. Yeah, you're helping others getting saved, but because you're sinning, you're going to hell. Of your sin, now you can be. We have great, powerful men and um, women of God. Amen. I, I mean, even like Zachary Tim, powerful, powerful man of God. I heard because I hadn't heard a lot about him, but from what I heard, very powerful man of God. Look at his death. He died in his sin. Died in his sin. That in which he tried to cover up. And I'm sure God sent plenty warnings to get it right, and he didn't. But, Lord, in the name of Jesus, help us get this thing right. Give us the strength in the name of Jesus. Help us do what's right before your eyes. God ain't playing with this thing and, and 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 I'm telling you I'm telling you that which will happen on the US soil it will happen because of the things that we have allowed and we have opened up these demonic forces within our country within our country saints we got to get it right Speak the truth in and out of season. Don't compromise it for for nobody, because it's all about man. So I don't care about. I don't need to be your friend. I, I don't need to be your friend. I, I I don't I don't need a friend. God needs your soul. God desire your soul, and, and you just have to make that decision. 
in the name of Jesus. With that being said, people of God, I'm just going to open up the lines here. All callers are unmuted. Good, good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> I know you were speaking about us, sexual immorality counselors being on the line, and you, and you want us to chime in a little bit. I got a little bit of something for you, and I know you were um, asking about the scripture um, about us being disqualified as leaders. That's First Corinthians 9 and 27. I'm glad um, you got it. Yeah, it's like I, I strike a, a blow to my body and I make it my slave so that after preaching the gospel to the others, I myself would not be disqualified. I love that when I lean on that one every time I start feeling feeling a little low, <laughs> feeling a little low, feeling different urges to go outside of myself and to act in my flesh, I start leaning on that and, uh-uh, I can't throw myself out. So that, I love that one. That's First Corinthians 9.27. But even as we were in the Word, this was, this, was, this was so good to me this morning. It just got all down in my spirit, it, it, and it just convicted me a little bit to let me know that I need to watch who I'm around. Um, and as just like you say, even with the friendships, that I need not make certain people who live certain lifestyles that I know that they live my friends, um, my friends, for those very reasons that their behaviors, bad companies corrupt good character. Their behaviors will rub off on me sooner or later. So I have to be strong in that and remember that. Um, because it comes with so many different things. And even in my writing, um, I know I was speaking to you about that personally, where God is taking me um, in the book that I'm writing in my life, and he's revealing so much to me. And the the part that I'm in that's so good to me right now is um, Galatians 5, and I'm starting at verse 16, and it says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. Mm -hmm. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under the obligation of the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Then it goes into a list. It says sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, um, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, um, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. And that just has really been touching me because now I'm starting to see where some of these behaviors that I that I inhabited, some of the things that I would always say I would never do, some some things that I thought were disgraceful that I said I myself would never partake in, how I ended up finding myself doing these things. And it is once you've let yourself fall into any sort of sinful desire, no matter what it is. It might be something that you think is small, but we know one, no sin is greater than the other. So you might think, oh, I'm telling a lot that is small, that one sin opens the door to many other sins. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like with my lifestyle, sexual immorality, 
it started there, and it just went downhill from there. I said I would never smoke, found myself smoking, said I wasn't going to be drunk, found myself getting drunk, wasn't going to be partying all over the place, found myself partying all over, just so many things that I said I would never do, I found myself doing because I opened myself up to this one thing, and we don't want to believe that it is a slippery slope, but it is. One sin comes with a million others. One demon comes with a legion. And we have to start living our life like that. And when it comes to sexual, sexual immorality, that is so true. The church, we have been so lax about that. We don't we don't preach that hell is hot no more. We don't preach that it's real no more. We think fornication is okay, but you can't be homosexual. And then you get mad when a homosexual say, well, you having sex out of wedlock. Why we got to uh, have sex out of marriage? Why we got to listen to you? And then you looking crazy because we don't have a foot to stand on. And they're right. We are hypocrites. We do go to one sin and say one is worse than the other when we know that the word says that is not so, that we have to live righteously. And sexual immorality, it is a problem. People don't realize that sexual sin kills your destiny. Those mm-hmm. are one of the sins. That's the, the sin that you commit it out to, to your own body. It kills your destiny, your purpose, your vision. It attacks that and it kills it. And it brings forth so many different different other sins that you find yourself doing. Even when we look at um when we look at David, I when he was with Bathsheba, they they say you know, he committed murder murder and all this other stuff to try to conceal what it was that he did. Now he got the baby, the baby died. She pregnant it just was so much that came with that. And that that's how it is when we when we fall into a trap of one sin, thinking that that one sin is not going to lead to the other. And even with sexual immorality, we don't teach that it's so, that that it's something that's possible to do. Now we have people say, okay, we're just going to give you a condom, or we're going to give you some birth control, and it's going to be okay, and it's not okay. There's no okay. such thing as safe sex because what's not what's not happening to your physical is happening to your spiritual and your emotional. That's it. That's so it's it. still causing causing damage. Mm-hmm. And we need to stop preaching to people that, oh, you can't control it. It's not, Yes, you can. I'll be the first one to tell anybody. I, that was my problem. And for anything else, when it came to quit smoking, quit drinking, it was not a struggle like it was for me to give up sex. But I have done it and am still doing it. And I have urges. The body, it, it has urges. It's natural. But you can fight it through Christ Jesus. I remember um, I was telling people when I was trying to be celibate without without God, I could even make it, but I would only make it three months. I could never make it past three months. And on February the 18th, I'll be celebrating in one year of purity, and I'm so excited. I'm excited because when you throw God in there, you get your word, and you really start fighting and stop giving in and stop acting like it's, it's impossible. As soon as you think it's impossible, you ain't going to get it. It ain't going to work. As soon as you believe that it's not possible, it won't work. But when you start believing that it's possible, you start leaning on God, you get in your work. What does the word say about sexual immorality? You get in there, you start reading. We know that the, that the word says that it, that um, your body is a temple and that it belongs to God and that you can't, no, you won't join it with a prostitute because you become one with her. No, you, you can't use your body for sexual immorality if it belongs to God because we use the things for things of the spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you just can't be. We can't be comfortable in there with our. Okay, well, you feel like you want to have sex. Let's go to the doctor. Get you some birth control. No, we need to start giving these giving people tools that they can use to start striking down these sexual urges and bringing down these sexually impure strongholds because they are killing us. The church is dead. This why, and then we start wondering why we don't have no power. 
because you're sleeping around, you're opening up the door to all these things. That's why we don't have no power. That's why we're not seeing the greater work. That's why you can't cast out no demons because you were just in somebody else's bed last night. Uh, this ahead. is the problem. We can't, we, we can't, we can't, we just, this is why we don't have no power. We're not trying to live righteously anymore. And if we stop accepting one sin over the other, that's where our power is going to come from. We have got to wake up. We've got to wake up. It, it, it just can't, it can't be like that. And then we, we better be glad we don't live in the Old Testament church where the people was, no, you're not going to say, we're going to strike you dead. You're going, you're dying today. You, we be glad for Jesus, but we abuse and we spit in his face time and time again with this grace that we're leaning on. We cannot live under grace. Even when we go in Romans, Romans says that 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 though that no grace abounds, should we continue sinning? Of course not. Because whatever that we, that we, be, once we die to, to sin, to the power of sin, then now we live in in, uh, in the strength. We live in the salvation. So whatever that you that you let control your life, if you let sin control your life, you become a slave to sin. It's in Romans. I'm paraphrasing, but you can look it up for yourself. It's in Romans. Whatever you bow down to, you become a slave mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. So if you bow down to sexual immorality, even though you have grace, you become a slave to it. And then you start finding yourself doing all these things. We, we cannot. And I know I'm taking up a lot of time, so I'm gonna end it right there. No, but that, I mean, I just get I I just get so upset when people look at me like I'm crazy because I'm I'm living a sexually pure lifestyle, and they're looking at me as if and and this this not just people that ain't these are saved people looking at me like what what are you talking about? They don't know nothing about it. They can't do it. It's a sad thing when we got pastors and different people calling talking about they addicted. To pornography and masturbation, all this stuff. Why? It's, it, it, why? <laughs> we got the tools, but it, we we accept it. So I can't wait until the love fest. I'm excited as well. <laughs> I can't wait until the love fest because I'm I'm going there and I don't care who mad. Go ahead. I'm going there, I'm going there because it's serious. We dying. Mm-hmm. Because we're just letting things seem like they're okay, and they're not. It's, it's ridiculous. But go ahead, Pastor, and get back to you. Hey, Amen. I'm looking forward to the love fest as well because it is going down. It's going down. It's going down. It's going down. Um, It is truly going down in the, at the love fest. <laughs> so I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited with what God is going to do. And the, even the healing and deliverance is going to go forth, even as the truth go forth and the truth abides in God's people. But thank you, woman of God. That was powerful, absolutely powerful. Amen. Uh, we, we thank God for the fire that's in you, <laughs> for the fire that's in you. Amen. Um, glory to God and that you are, you know, in united in your spirit. When it when it comes to this area, because many many destinies are at stake and many lives are being lost. I mean, you had all those people. Look at all those people. Never made it into the promised land. That was twenty four thousand people. Never made it inside the promised land. Now these people, these set of people that that died. Um, I know y'all know that a censor in twenty six, a censor was taken, and that censor was taken. Um, and it count recounted it was uh it was 
it was counted to um to count the fighting men, but it was preparing them to go into the promised land. Right now where we are in the word of the Lord, these are everybody, these are the descendants of everyone who had um who had came out of Egypt. So everybody was who had came out of Egypt was dead. These were their offspring here. Amen. And um and here we go, got twenty four thousand of the offsprings who should have made it into the promised land didn't make it. Did not make it because of sexual immorality. Sexual immorality. And um it is I mean such a tragedy. Such a tragedy. Such a tragedy. Um that um they didn't get to see the promised land. They didn't get to fulfill purpose because their life was taken out um, by such a sin. Um, the line is open, people of God. I'm for prayer, for anything God put on your heart, and for um, any testimonies, the line is open. Amen. To God be the glory. Due to the silence, we're going to say that all hearts and minds are clear. All hearts and minds are clear. Um, before I forget, I'm continuing to forget this, and, and nobody mentions it <laughs> either. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed that when you call in, um, when Okay, when you um when you call in, you are getting an a message that that reads something along the lines that the conference line number is changing. Um and it's going to change very quickly on the 15 in the next couple of days the line number will change. Now we've had this number, oh God, for um ever. <laughs> We've had the number forever. We had the number way before we even start um really engaging in the teleconferences. Um we probably had the number since two thousand and nine, maybe. Um no we have to go yeah. Maybe somewhere around there. Um but however the number is changing. And you know, and and I just got the revelation of it the uh, other day, a couple of days ago, and I've been meaning to mention it on the line. Um, but even with that revelation, first I had to reach out to them and say, okay, it, uh, I'm hearing this, but is this the truth? And because um, I'm like, you know, have this number forever. And not only that, of course, I have so much information that's out, um, even as it um, aligns with the 42 that's coming up. And everything. So I'm like, okay, Lord, now we just got to do some adjustments. I got to do some adjustments. Got to get the new number out. Um, I have to wait till the 15th before I can even um, see if the Skype, if we're able to Skype into 
um, the line? Will we still be able to Skype into the line? Because um, I love to come in through Skype because it brings such clarity. It um, when we're when we're listening to the music and even when others are speaking and things of that nature. Sometimes when we're on our cell phones. Um, or at least I've experienced it when I'm on my cell phone, I hear like the static noise or things like that. But Skype just bring the music over crystal clear, you know, um, you know, no, um, I just don't get all the issues I get with the phone. So, um, so the dial, the new dial-in number um, that they announced will be the number, So, but I'm going to announce it here. It is 641-715-3865. Now, I'm giving that out now, but I'm, I'm considering one or two things, e- either staying, but I was also looking at another platform, so we're going to see. So, but just right now, we're just going to, I'm like, since we got to change it, uh, but um, I'm, I'm weighing I'm weighing the cost of two different things, but I'll know by the 15th. Amen. I'll know in the next couple of days which direction we're going to move in. So I just want to put that out there because I do continue to forget. It's going to be 641-715-3865. The access code is going to be the same. The only thing that they're changing is the um, is the dial-in number, the number that we use to dial-in. Amen. So your code will be the same. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, so now, okay, also... Doing the um, – somewhere between January the 1st and the 12th, I'll be a part of the She Is In You Summit that um, LaFEMA is having. And um, I'm going to really, really, really need your help. As soon as I find out the exact date of that, I'm going to really need – um, you guys help on that day, and the reason being, this teleconference starts at 8 p.m. in the evening. And in the event that we're not done um, by 9:40, I mean 8:40, I'm going to God. I'm, I'm really going to need people to stand in the gap, um, stand and be in place on that on that day, on that day. Amen. Um, in Greeting the um, opening up of the line, the opening up of the line, um, being an if no one has signed up for inter- to be the intercessor that evening, um, for someone to stand in a gap for being the intercessor. And um, I, I definitely should be a, be available by the time the, um, the word comes forth. By the time the word comes forth, but I'm gonna really need you know people to stand in the gap for me, Amen, and just come in and do and, and assist with that front end on that day. But as soon as I find I get that date in my hand, I'm going to um, get the information out to you all so that um, so that you know you can assist me if you're able. You can be an assistance if you're able, Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, 
with that being said, um, people got also the Love Fest, February the 5th and the 6th, amen, um, glory to God, February the 5th and the 6th will be the Love Fest, the Love Fest. Um, and we're definitely looking forward to it, even as, you know, we look at loving God, loving ourselves, and then loving others. Amen. Loving God, loving ourselves, and loving others. And I'm just so looking forward um, to it, even as we deal with purity, we deal with, um, you know, um, people learning what really what love really is and people being taught and trained how to love themselves. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. When people I believe that when people understand the nature of God and love and they begin to love themselves, it surely definitely would eliminate um the sexual morality issues that are going on because majority of those things um stem from the desire of love, the desire of love, and we gotta learn how to, um, you know, once we learn how to love ourselves, then we can love people appropriately. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we can love people appropriately. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. And um, and love, you know, and 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 people can can um, be set free. Be set free, amen. Be set set free through love that is healthy, love that is. I was speaking with someone yesterday, and we was talking about love, and um, and I said that you know love is pure. Love is always pure. Now, if anything else come and contaminate and come into the individual and contaminate them, then you can no longer call it love. You know, you can no longer call it love. It is whatever that spirit that is controlling them because you're not operating under love anymore, whether you may be operating now under um, lust or fornication or whatever, um, infatuation, whatever it may be. I said, but, you know, um, when we speak of love, and I think I even may have done it a moment ago, when we speak of love, we can't say, well, love is pure on one hand, and then on the other hand, love is contaminated. No, love isn't contaminated. Whatever that spirit is, that's the contamination. Love is Love, it, love itself is pure, and it's always going to be pure. And even as when we study 1 Corinthians 13 and how it tells us what love is, if we're operating anything out of what it's, what it says love is versus what it is not. If we're operating in the not, then it's not. We're not operating in love. We're not operating in love. And I'm just, and I'll be the first one to disappoint, you know, disappoint you or, or disappoint, you know, someone else. And you know, even with, you know, I, I had to disappoint my my own husband. I had to let him know, you know what. I'm sorry, when I married you, I really didn't love you. I said, because I wasn't operating in all this right here. I, I just didn't love you in pure love. It just, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't. It just was what it was. I said, but I had to find love. I, you know, I, I had to find love. And within finding love and then being able to love me, now in turn, I can love you, you know, and I'm in love with you. But it comes with, um, you know, it, it comes with understanding what love is, and I had to understand that. And even when I began to understand it, I'm like, whoa. The First Corinthians 13 was the very first, 
I can say, um, passage in the Bible that gravitated toward me as a young child. And now I'm, I'm getting the revelation more and more and more why those particular set of scriptures really grabbed me and cultivated me and what was the very first set of scriptures that I that I really began to learn learn and really begin to look at. But um but um you know even then I did, I had no understanding. I had like no understanding. I had no understanding not, and now and then I, I didn't see it in what was around me. But I thank God for when when he called me, you know, when I when I gave my life to the Lord um, in my adult age, that um, that He began to illuminate His Word in my heart, so that I can understand um, what He, you know, what love really, really is versus what is not, and then help me to begin to cultivate, <laughs> cultivate, um, cultivate love. A spirit of love, amen. So I can walk in love. I had to. We have to learn what it is and what it's not, so we can truly walk in it. And um, and you know, when I when I said that to my husband, he was, he said that hurt. He was like that was hurtful. I said I I know. I said I know when I said it, it was hurtful. I said I know. I understood. It was hurtful to me too. When I got to the revelation of of it, it was it was hurtful to me, um, as well. But um, sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes the truth hurts, but it also heals. It also delivers. It hurts. It hurts because we realize the truth about ourselves. That's what makes it hurt, and it hurts our flesh. It really does hurt your flesh. I said, but it heals your spirit. It heals your spirit, and it heals your soul because now I can walk and I can operate in the truth of that in which I now know. Of that in which I now know, and and now since I'm knowledgeable of it, and not only knowledgeable of it, I have the understanding and the wisdom of the word. Now I can operate in it, you know. And and I had to tell him. I said, Well, you you ought to be thankful to God when we both, because I'm thankful to God that now I'm in a place that I can say that, Hey, I truly love you. I know it without a shadow of a doubt. I truly love you because when I look at the word and I look at love. And I understand the nature of God when it comes to love. Oh, you ought to be you ought to be excited that now I'm not operating because I tell anybody, and I even said to him, "Look, I don't even know how you stayed because I would have left me. I would have left me because I was a mess. I was a hot mess. Uh, but I thank God for salvation. I thank God for salvation. I'll I'll give it to you." I mean, I'll, I'll give it. I'll get it out, woman of God. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I got a message on the on the other platform that I never get to look at. So, um, thank you, Jesus. You just can't give them the talk show number. Um, okay. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But um. But again, I had to understand love so I can walk in love. You can't walk in nothing that you don't understand or you never be displayed to you in your life. So, but to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. That's why we got to push the message of love. We got to push, we got to promote God and um, promote his love. Amen. And um, even love the unlovables. Amen. Um, In the name of Jesus, even love the unlovables. 
Uh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And we thank God for that. We thank God for that. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So with that being said, people of God, we're going to go ahead to our kingdom walk for today. Let me um, go back and refine it because I've been all over the place. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, our kingdom walk for today, and um, this 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 here grabbed me today when we were studying the Word of Truth. Um, it was Numbers chapter twenty-five, verse seventeen. All callers are muted, and they can unmute themselves. The Word of the Lord um, read this way. It said, "Treat the Midianites." As enemies and kill them because they treated you as enemies when they deceived you in the affair of Peor and their sister and their sister Kozia, the daughter of the of a Moabite leader, the woman who was killed when the plague came as a resort of Peor. Glory to God. And what I want to say for our kingdom walk as it relates to this here, the very things that have deceived you in your life, whether it was rejection, insecurity, low self-esteem, sexual immorality, hurt, um, Discouragement, um, unfaithfulness, pride, whatever it have been that have came in to deceive you from walking in who it is that God has called you to be. Treat it as an enemy. Treat it as an enemy and kill it at its very root. At its very root, why? Because it has it has deceived you. It has deceived you from your identity and who it is that God has called you to be. It has been a way of deception to try to kill you, to kill your very purpose. Treat it as the enemy. We can't play patty cake. We can't play patty cake with depression and oppression and um, we, we, and bitterness. We can't play patty cake with rejection. We can't, you know, play patty cake and play all these games with, 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 with these spirits that want to deceive us and take the life out of us. We can't do that. We have to kill it, and we have to kill it at its root. We got to kill it with the word of the Lord, standing strong on the word of the Lord, and moving forth in the things of the Lord. In spite of, we got to we got to wipe out the enemy. And even when we wipe it out, and it has been killed in our lives, it's going to strengthen us and empower us to take out that same enemy in the lives of others, so that they will live and not die. And we have to kill the enemy. He said, he said treat the the Midianites as enemies and kill them because they've treated you as an enemy when they deceived you, when they deceived you. So he said, wipe them out. Wipe a mouth so it won't come back. 
It won't come back and, and, and try to deceive you again. Just go ahead and wipe it out. Wipe it out. No, no longer try to hide it and, and suppress it, but deal with that thing. Deal with it and kill it at its very core. You continue to dig it, and you, and you come, you go down deeper than just the surface of a matter. You go all the way down to the root of a thing, and you keep digging until you get all the way down to the root, and you wipe it out completely so that it won't stem back up anymore in, in your life and that you could be empowered to go and teach and train others heal and deliver others in that same area. You wipe out the enemies that has been against your destiny in the name of Jesus. With that being said, people of God, go in the love, the joy, the peace, the favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus the Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in intercession and we have been empowered Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Goodbye.